the U.S. Navy was cooperating in the blockade of Hodeidah that was the only port for northern Yemen. And a lot of children died of malnutrition and of lack of medicine. I mean, yeah. that, there were, it was kind of infuriating. I mean, I try not to get emotional about stuff, but there, there was endless talk about um, those who were suffering in Syria. And there was a great deal of suffering in, in Syria, but it did not seem to be on the scale of absolute malnutrition to the point of death the way you saw uh, who, northern Yemeni children uh, who actually were dying in very large numbers of, uh, of malnutrition and of lack of basically diarrhea medicine. I mean, that's how sieges work. Uh, yeah. Way back to the Biafra War, way back to other f famine experiences, sieges work by killing children, most of all, they children die really fast. Uh, like if you can make a population flee, um, the children will die within a few days. And they were they were dying in northern Yemen, and the U.S. Navy was patrolling offshore, and occasionally they would catch a boat, and the boat would have uh, it would be a dhow, a simple dhow, and it would have uh, supplies of rifles and ammunition or a few RPGs or something like that. There was nothing like uh, the kind of massive airlift that the U.S. supplies to its allies. And there is nothing in the history of Yemen that I know of to suggest a really strong link with uh, Iran. I mean, uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon, yes. Um, you know, the Shia in Iraq, um, not so much, but maybe. But there's no strong tradition of a link between northern Yemen and Iran. Which almost makes the, you know, how successful the Houthis have been at basically shutting down international shipping, making it really... <laughs> really difficult and soon to be more difficult, especially for people, sorry to say, in Europe. Um, mm. uh, you know, inflation just coming under control and now is about to maybe flame up again as mm. everything's got to go around South Africa now, adding to, uh, you know, it's just going to it's gonna hit prices. But um, I'm, I'm curious your take on the asymmetry here because I was thinking about this and you've got the U.S., Bombing. I don't know what we're at. Like nine, ten strikes they've done. I don't know. I don't know where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Um, me either. You know, U.S., U.K., whatever. We've got our little coalition, but U.S. You know, pretty expensive missiles. <laughs> you know, these aren't yeah. super cheap. That are hitting basically, you know, ramshackle drone. Like not expensive technology, right? And there's like mm -hmm. a really interesting, weird asymmetry here, where the spend that the U.S. has to to kind of like put forth against some pretty, you know, inexpensive relative technology, it seems it makes it seem like even though Biden says, yeah, it's unsuccessful, but we're going to still keep going, which was one of the greatest quotes mm -hmm. of that, his that was an amazing quote. I, I love the way he <laughs> asks himself the question and then answers it in the in the way that 
vain melodramatic people always do. Like, you know, <laughs> is it working? No. Are we going to keep doing it? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, put that uh, on a mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, they'll put it on a mug with Biden wearing sunglasses and licking an ice cream cone because God, centrists yeah. love that image. I do not know why, but yeah. it gets them I mean, all it excited. is a good slogan for centrists. Is it working? No, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And Biden, Biden licking the ice cream cone does bring to mind somebody of like, you know, a very elderly person, something you would take them to do, mm. you know? And so like, there is a gentleness there that I think that they're embracing. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein.